On this episode of Trail Towns, we reach New England. Specifically, this episode focuses on the states of Connecticut and Massachusetts. We trade the delis for the inns, the humidity, and some of the bugs for bright blue skies and lower temperatures. Join us on the inside for Connecticut and Massachusetts trail towns on the Appalachian Trail. Welcome back to the Hashtag 59 podcast. Trail towns, in particular right now, Appalachian trail towns. Mike R., your co-host with The Amazing Jill G., and we've made it to New England. Yes. So. Is Connecticut in New England? So Connecticut's sign says the gateway to New okay. England. But I so think if yes. you're I think if you're from Connecticut, you would consider yourself part of New England. I'm not going to question it anymore. Yeah. The gateway says it all. Yeah, they're the gateway. If you're hiking the Appalachian Trail, that's where that sign is. Oh, okay. Just just for reference. <laughs> And I guess we're trading out delis for inns. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, we're not staying in them. We just are looking at them. But they are really cool and everywhere. One thing about the Appalachian Trail, as we've talked about in the past episodes, you can white blaze, which is a purist following only the white blazes. You can blue blaze, which is a side trail, maybe skip a couple miles. Aqua Blaze is water. Platinum Blaze is kind of like deli blazing. It's like not an official thing, but Platinum Blazing would be like you have some, you have, you stay in some nice places. You have the coin to stop Mm -hmm. at the wineries in New England and the inns. And well, it doesn't mean you're necessarily like, like, um, sidestep and like go into wineries no and all these no things. no but you're, you're definitely staying in really nice places you're being able to blaze the trail in a platinum way yeah rather than a dirt bag way yes if i was ever to hike it on my own that is how i would do it i would imagine 100 so. percent. of course you would 100 percent. so let's talk about connecticut is one of 13 states the appalachian trail runs through and one of two states though that we did not get to spend the night in Correct. But two states that we got to hike in. Mm-hmm. And we went to, thanks to uh, a guy you're following on Instagram from Germany, Helge on the Trail. Mm-hmm. He posted all these photos. I started following him. Falls Village, Connecticut. Because basically we were moving from New York to Massachusetts. Yeah. And I had, we had about eight hours to do a, you know, trail town export. We got to pick a trail town and we got to pick a, a long day's worth of hiking and he had posted these photos of this town that was not on my radar about going to to be honest and it was not only epic beautiful but it was right on our route which was super cool and that is falls village yeah i was just looking it up because it was really small there was not i mean it was really small and only about 500 people lived there i wanted to see how many people lived there and i knew it couldn't have been very many but for such a small place, they had some really neat stuff. We got to a trailhead, and even as we were winding our way in, it was like, and this is not a slight to New York or New Jersey or Pennsylvania or Maryland, but like 
It's like you got into New England and the humidity and temperatures did just start to subside a little bit, which is known for the region. People do go there. Yeah, and I don't know if it just happened to be timing for us as well, like where we really noticed it, but the weather did get... I mean, we were in Falls Village and they just in blue 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 excuse me bluebird sky day just so yeah. pretty and we we drive up and it's like the sun's coming down on this open meadow for the gap trailhead that I'm going to hike out of and Cotopaxi and I start going out and there's like there's like hikers sleeping cowboy camping cowgirl camping which is like without a tent mm-hmm. in these like open meadows with dew and there's people showing up from the town walking their dogs. And I'm like, people. I'm like, ah, welcome to, like, we have arrived in New England. Yeah. I mean, that people really seem to utilize that portion of the trail there, too, because you had kind of gone off. I don't remember which direction it was. I think it was north. And a ton of people with their dogs kept coming in and they going, were going south. south. Yep. So, you know, I think that was a pretty popular hiking spot for local people as well. I mean, that's what it looked like. And I went up to Prospect Mountain and then much further, but it was mountain climbs with these beautiful meadows of wildflowers. And then on the way, though, was the actual waterfall that the town is named after. Yes, which was absolutely raging, right? Because of all of the heavy rainfall, I'm sure. But it was unbelievable in regards to just being a viewer of it was uh you know the way you could get there from the trail you could get there very close without feeling endangered but it was rushing at a point where it's like this is why they asked people to get off the trail from new york to mm-hmm. vermont for a couple of days. Like this is one of the areas you could just, and we were there several days later. You could just tell mm-hmm. mother nature was still ripping through there. Yeah. And how many times did you, uh, go into that cafe to buy something and use the restroom twice, but it was well worth it. It was a renovated, super cute cafe that had both breakfast, lunch, menu items, great coffee, it seemed like a lot of people in town were frequenting that and even saw a number of hikers because it was it was really close to the trailhead. I mean, like a block maybe. Um, Everything was a block. But, yeah. Which and, is great, which is another great reason about the AT. So I saw what I could only assume were through hikers sitting out on the patio, like having a lemonade and a muffin and it just seemed like it was kind of was the town hub right there. Awesome. So, yes, while we had a very short time in Connecticut... Uh, another cool thing, one last thing that I really liked about Connecticut was they had really neat signs up about their trail miles. Mm. They had rocks showing that you were 1,500 miles into the 2,200-mile trail if you were headed north. They had a sign that said Springer Mountain, 1,502.7 miles away. Just really very unique signage if you will on the trail and uh will our friend he and his wife they hiked all the miles in connecticut when living there Mm -hmm. on the appalachian trail and he's never hiked anywhere else on the appalachian trail but hiked all the miles in connecticut so it was kind of funny i sent him some of the photos and he said oh boy you're just 
bringing back some memories from when we used to live there. Mm -hmm. And he said, I thought it was like the most gorgeous area of the country I'd ever been to. And he's, he's been all over the country. And I think that's, what's so cool about the trail is that you don't think of like the miles in Connecticut necessarily as a whole, but like depending on one's circumstances and where they are, it can be just the most beautiful quaint experience ever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of beautiful, then we headed to Great Barrington, Massachusetts. Yeah, what a place. Wow. So everything was like curated and like just it just felt like every single business and home and park and every single area was created with exceptional care. I think it's a very affluent area yes. and I don't even say that in a slight. It has to be. You could just tell when you got there. If it's not, I'm on my way. Well, we already checked. There's no No, nothing rentals. for rent there. But it I mean, we it's joke, a very but you nice can tell. Place. Like mm-hmm. you you roll, it's just like it's like, it was like going into Malibu. Like you can mm-hmm. just kind of tell when areas are nice, but it's this little small trail town. And actually the AWOL guide references that very hiker friendly. Mm-hmm. They actually have some free community centers that you mm-hmm. can stay at and like nice affordable options. But they said, if you want to stay in their lodging or their inns, be, it just says, cause the AWOL guides vary to the point. It just says, be prepared to pay some money, some money. Yeah. And there's not going to be discounts because it's a very popular, beautiful place. It's right on the edge of the Berkshires. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, it was lovely. Yeah, we ate at a really great place. Agave's Mexican Grill. We, it was dog friendly, the outside was, which it was a really, really warm day. But they also, it was kind of a covered patio. So it was awesome. And the watermelon limeade that I had, post-hike, exquisite. So was the margarita. And so was all the food. Yeah, it was great. So if you're ever in Great Barrington. Hit up agaves. Oof. There was a probably, though, what, half a dozen places that we passed that looked super good. Yeah. In fact, agaves was... They had a big a parking cro- lot for and the And on band. the other side of the parking lot, there was a... Indian restaurant and a Mediterranean yeah. restaurant. And I was like, oh, I guess, like, can we eat three we, meals? We kind of found a spot. We could park. We could take the dog. And we felt like had good food. But there was tons of places. We also shopped at their food co-op, which was... Oh, my goodness. Wow. Had great prepared food, fresh veggies. You know, from time to time, we're eating a lot of chips and cheese. So when we can get our veggies, it's really nice. Well, I think that's a, that's something that we've noticed on the trail is we're ordering more and more. We're ordering a lot of, like, Greek salads when we go out to eat. And there's just, it's hard in the van. It's hard. Through hikers are also telling me this. It's hard to. It be really hard as a through hiker. It's near impossible to eat vegetables. A ton of them. But even in we our, could do it in the van. We just don't go to the store enough. It's also super hard to keep them in this very cold. small refrigerator, mm-hmm. very cold. Anyway, there it was really nice. Great Barrington was great. And really quickly, a lot of these little communities came in succession. Yes. It was like Great Barrington, was it Stockbridge? Stockbridge. Um, then we went to Pittsfield where we stayed at Bonnie Bray. 
yeah campground which was a very nice it was like in a neighborhood in a neighborhood it was wild how they were able to create that space in a way where you did have some privacy i mean there was seasonals there rvs there was tenting spots it really wasn't that big of a plot of and cabins but it was really nice it was good and then also dalton Mm-hmm. So all these different trail towns, and they all have really nice access points, once again, to the AT. In fact, some some people who really want the wilderness experience have talked about how Georgia and Maine and, like, Tennessee are their jams on the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. But they get to New England and even Maryland, and they're like, man, we're, like, constantly like, crossing roads or going through towns. Whereas I kind of like a mix so mm-hmm. as like a mixture, because trust me, like you get two trail miles in a town and then 18 in the woods. Yeah. It's, it's not that much overall on your overall mileage. It depends what you're looking for. Everybody's perception is different, right? Yes. But it, I, I don't want to ever give the impression that you're just simply walking through towns on the right. Appalachian Trail. <laughs> no. It is a rugged wilderness <laughs> footpath with bugs and yeah. inclines and mud. Yes. And in Pittsfield where we stayed, I kept seeing some signage for a company called the Crane and Company, which, so I looked it up because it seemed like it might maybe was a bigger deal. And it said that they have provided the U.S. Um, Bureau of Engraving and Printing with paper for U.S. currency since 1879. So it's like the place that... I guess, produces the paper that all of our currency is printed on, which is kind of unique. It's very unique. Right did you see? Did you see that Venmo and PayPal were outlawed in Pittsfield? Funny. That's Funny. not true. That's Fact a joke. Check. That's a joke. That's not true. Yeah, just kidding. Uh, it was very nice, though, and it was set right on a lake with the mountains in the backdrop. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Dalton. I hiked uh, out of Dalton both ways, Nobo and Sobo. And two things about that. One was when our dog Code Epoxy and I started going out Sobo, I noticed this old house that had like a historical sign on it, marker that said this house, blah, blah, blah. It's open on Sundays. And then you I walked down there, too, and I saw it because I wanted to see what the little sign said. I don't remember. Actually, I could have looked at a picture, but I Googled it. Um, It was called the Fitch Hoose House. And this is smack dab on the AT. It's on the trail. However, it's also in a neighborhood. It's like a little, yeah, a little passage right through. It's on the trail. But it's a wood-framed house that they said was built in 1846, and it's a representation of the housing of the African-American community in Dalton in the 19th century. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It said it's in an area called the Gulf, which has been known to be settled by freed or escaped African-Americans in that time. So just a little piece of history on the trail that they have. You said it looked like it was open at a certain time. When I Googled to see what it was, it said it was closed. So Find out for yourself. Yeah, you'll have to look it up. But if you're on the trail, it looks like it's a little... And there's a viewpoint, and it's one of many interest, interesting things about the trip. Every day you're going to get some type of surprise or historical know-how. piece of knowledge, right? Yeah, I that, found that to be true in almost everywhere we've gone. Yes, without even having to look very hard for it. 
No, it's just been... kind of they. There's just little moments. It's been great, and actually, at that Dalton stop, two two hikers I want to reference. One, my favorite trail name duo duo Charlie Brown and Snoopy, a uh, gentleman and his dog, yeah, which I thought was good. pretty cool. And he told me that they had left in January uh-huh. from Georgia. Wow. And they were taking their time. They were jumping off. They were getting back on. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. But the dog did kind of look like Snoopy, which I thought That's was cool. Cute. And then this became... Now, we're we're recording right now in Vermont, the episode. But Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. But for the There's last no spoiler, I guess for about the last ten days, I've been running into this through hiker with a big walking stick. Mm-hmm. You don't know his name, do you? No, I don't. Ha- and I'm going to talk to him next time and ask him his name. But he, we first saw him in the in Great Barrington, and then I saw him again in Dalton. And we talk now, and he's been telling me his mileage, and he keeps moving up the trail with us. Only he's on foot, and we have the van. Yeah, he must be going at lightning speed. And and he told me his goal to like finish in Maine, we're off by about five days maybe. You might see him on Katahdin. Yeah, it's just kind of funny because I saw him that day in Dalton. And I was like, how the hell did this guy get up here that fast? But I think I also realized, I'm like, two things. I'm like, one, I'm working sure. a, a job like during this. I'm not just hiking all day but two is i'm going north and south he's going going out and back he's or and sometimes we take side trails yeah he goes north i also think we aren't really ever calculating it it's just we're shocked to continue to see him like this last time we saw him you didn't even see him on trail we were driving through a town and he was standing outside of the outfitter there so it's just like he just kind of keeps appearing and it feels like every day it's not but I'd, I'd say out of the last 10 days, we've seen him six or seven different yeah, times. Yeah, I'd say he's definitely clocking some miles. So then I saw him the next day as I went up to the high point of Massachusetts, mm. which is Gr- Mount Greylock. Yes. Lovely mountain, cool monument up top. It runs right on the Appalachian Trail. You dropped me off at the Gould Trailhead, mm-hmm. which... Has a mount, yeah. mountain bike. You were like, "Whoa, where are they coming they from?" Were flying down that trail. I just, I if you're a mountain biker, like not like a legit mountain biker, like you know, like when I was a kid, I had a mountain bike, but I just cruised the streets. Like these are people that are biking in the mountains. Dang, that is a skill. And so the and the reason. Technically, so I think the Gould Trail is not mountain bike friendly, but it had like about eight trail. Like there's different trailheads right at, there the at that offshoot, mm-hmm. and they were yeah they were rolling. But uh, to hike, if you're not hiking the Appalachian Trail and you want to hike up to the top of Massachusetts, you can also drive to the top. The Gould Trail's a great option because it can hook on with the AT, and you have a super steep climb. So you get a nice workout, but it's not a totally insurmountable amount. I think uh, I was out and back. And in fact, actually, I added on some miles because 
I was kind of ahead of schedule. Fast, yeah. But the first two miles, you put in about 2,200 feet of elevation. Yeah. And uh, you're basically just walking straight up. So how, what is that for high points? You've hit quite a few. I think I'm at nine overall, but like this is my fifth or sixth. On the trail. On the trail. Yeah. And maybe New Hampshire. Hopefully, I mean, all things, you know, no injuries, Maine is going to happen. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of fun to like hit all these different, that's not something that like I'm super like, it's like, oh, You're I want to do You're not trying to do it. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of fun that the Appalachian Trail runs out of the 13 states, like the high point, it runs through, I don't know, seven or eight of them. Mm-hmm. It's, and if they're not on it. They're mainly all within... Pretty close. Yeah. I'd say West Virginia might be the only one, like, kind of super far off. So, yeah. Another another high point. And mm-hmm. speaking of low flat points that we love... Are you going to say the rail trail? Yes. Yeah, I'd love a good rail trail. Ashuwillatook. Ashuwillatook? A-S-H-U-W-I-L-L-I. T-O-O-C-K. Okay. Regardless, it's a really great trail. I think it's just under 13 miles long and has a ton of access points in that area. And the access points have bathrooms and good parking. And when Code Epoxy and I were on it, we saw rollerbladers and skaters and bikers and families walking. I mean, it's a really nice trail that I think it goes from... Pittsfield. Pittsfield to Cheshire. Yep. Um, so it's, it's really neat. Which is another, Cheshire is another. They're one of those small communities. Another trail town in mm-hmm. Massachusetts. I think there's only a hundred. Uh, will you look that up right now? Exactly. Appalachian Trail Miles in Massachusetts. Because I think we're just, I think it's slightly over a hundred, maybe 120 total miles, maybe even less. But it feels like there's a lot because there's 90, 90, which is a nice, I mean, it's a nice amount, Mm -hmm. but that's about as many as New York, which I guess New York felt like there was just trail towns everywhere. That's the fastest I've ever Googled something. It's very good. I know that was good. I think in like Georgia, which has 80, you're in the woods a lot Mm -hmm. and there's five trail towns in all of Georgia. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, I felt like we went to five or six different trail towns in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. And I only hiked 50 miles of Massachusetts. Yeah. Let's close out with uh, one last trail town and one last through uh, section hiker that I met. Okay. North Adams, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Home of, first of all, Thrifty Bundle. If you're getting your laundry done in North Adams, I liked. It was a nice laundromat. Yes. Um, But better was the pizza. Yeah. Yes. Ramuntos? Ramuntos. Ramuntos. It was great. We had a lot of things on the menu. Salads, fries, pizza. Cheese, fries with cheese cheese baked on them and hot sauce on the side, seasoned as well. I was in a, I go through, because I'm not through hiking, I think I go through periods of hiker hunger. Mm -hmm. And I was going to go hike that day, like 12 miles. And it was just like, I was hungry. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I got like two entrees, good. I felt like. Well, everything looked good. We could have gotten a dozen more, but they were really great. It was good. I would highly recommend it. 
And that's a really beautiful town, great downtown area, like the the old churches and like water towers in these New England towns are I haven't noticed the water towers, but like there was like I don't know if it was an actual Sorry, movie not water theater. tower, maybe clock tower. Clock, clock tower. Towers. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. There back were... to the I was thinking back to the future. Yeah. Yeah. There was a movie theater. I don't know if it was still active, but a lot of little shops in that little strip, a couple different parks. Uh, it was actually a campground that we wound up having to not get to stay at because of the flooding. Because of our detour, before, and, not because they weren't open, but because we had gone off and yeah, had to get back. But on. there's a campground right in downtown. Yeah. So that was a really nice area, too. I think if we would have stayed there, it would have been a hit. Yeah. So North Adams is right on the Massachusetts-Vermont border on the Appalachian Trail. So then we, I went hiking on it, as of course. I'm doing. And after bringing Code Epoxy back, after a little uh, paved trail walk, two, inter- two interesting things happen before you go in the woods. One, you walk through a senior senior center. Yeah. And there was a guy sitting outside talking to a woman and the guy had on a shirt that said Georgia to Maine. He was eating a slice of watermelon and it is legal in Massachusetts. He was partaking in uh, some marijuana and he said to me, uh, how many miles are you going today? And I told him and he said, bet you haven't had weather this good in the last three weeks. Oh, wow. And yeah. I And I said, yeah, you're right. And I was thinking, I'm like, I think this, I bet this guy sits outside and talks talk. to everybody. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. And because you literally walk up their, their driveway uh-huh. onto a bridge and then you cross over the bridge and then you walk into, which was in the AWOL guide, a very famous driveway on the Appalachian Trail because it is technically on public pro- private property. But this, the people who live there have, I don't know how. It's technically public land. I don't know if they've worked out an agreement or they donated the land back. The trail goes up their driveway. Trail goes up their driveway. He was out literally gardening when Uh I passed up and I said, oh, you're the famous Famous driveway guy. And he said, oh, what are they saying about me? (laughs) And I, and I, you know, said, you're very highly spoken of as being a very hiker friendly friendly place. And he said, must be my uh, much nicer twin brother that read that insert in the AWOL like guide. Yeah. yeah. And he said, help yourself over. The- he has a spigot out with a sign and- because assuming he's not gardening Every all the time, time. Yeah. that uh, has water. And he said, it's filtered. And he said, if you need it to be cold, water the plants a little bit to let the warmth run out. But I just thought just another example of great... Yeah, just kind people and generosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hiked up to the Vermont border, started to come back down, met Maverick. Mm-hmm. Maverick telling a story about an interesting section hiker in a really cool way. We walked all the way down to back through the senior center, back to the parking lots. We were, you were parked in the same parking lot as, as he had. Mm-hmm. He's been, and this, the reason I tell his story is. A, I enjoyed my time with him, but a very, just knowing that you can do this so many different ways. Mm-hmm. He said he kind of fell in love with the trail, reading about it. He used to be an international traveler, still is. But during COVID, he started section hiking on weekends in his home state of Jersey. And now he's done Jersey and New York and Pennsylvania. Cool. And he just kind of keeps pushing Building. out. Yeah, from... It. 
And that day he was finishing Massachusetts to get up to Vermont and was coming back down, which I thought I'm like, just another great example of all the different ways you can do this. But interesting and cool thing about him is for a while, he said, sometimes he would hike with a skateboard and then he would skateboard back to his car. I mean, that's pretty badass. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. And I mean, he was in shape like he, uh, you know, could pull that off. But I just well, obviously you're a pretty good skateboarder. When he said he wasn't a very good skateboarder and that's why okay. he said, I'm not good enough to be doing that. And I thought, oh, you're better than I am. Yeah. That's... <laughs> because I sure as shit wouldn't have made it down uh, whatever road, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was I thought that was really cool and it was nice to talk Where to Where was it in Franklin that I got that we were at the Lazy Hiker Brewery and a tagline it's not theirs, but a tagline is hike your own hike. Mm-hmm. Mine says that on the back and I think that has just really shown that a lot of people are doing it in their own unique way. Yep. And I think that's another thing that we're learning is really nice about the trail. How about New England? I'm happy to be here. Yep, me too. We got Vermont next for you, and we'll come back with With the next episode with that. Any final parting words? I don't think so. Excellent. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, leave us a review. Hashtag words spelled out, number five, number nine dot com. Trash cleanup event schedule podcast episodes for both this season and all of our previous seasons which by the way mm-hmm. 125 plus episodes now wow that's Th- great thanks to you amy, amy. k you got a gift to gab jason rita a uh, lot of a lot of special guests along the way yeah yeah it's been cool. nice it's cool so check those out and come pick up some trash with us and read some outdoor adventure articles for places you're interested in going to Happy trails, friends. Peace.